When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 32 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we're talking Ravens get smacked by the rounds. A full week for NFL recap, and we're a quarter of the way through the season. We'll hand out some awards. Let's get it. Mayfield throws wide open to the five, to the end zone. Ricky seals Jones with the touchdown. Chubb to the 10, breaks it to the near side, looking for the end zone, and he'll get there. Nick Chubb trying to find the end zone, and he does. Touchdown, Cleveland. Chubb with running room. Chubb to the 40. What up, Snapback fam? I'm your host, Jack Sunderman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. With me is my fellow 2-2 two and two co-host, Abe. Abe, what's going on, bro? You can call me 2-2 two and two all you want, but I'm in a way better spot than you are right now. Mr. Browns are dead. Uh, victim number one of, I guess, what you can call the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, so let's just address it head on. Uh, the Ravens had beaten the Dolphins and Cardinals, and we've lost to now the Chiefs and the Browns. My initial gut reaction was we're not very good. The defense is embarrassing. We Baltimore has been in their history only a defensive team. Uh, we got absolutely embarrassed today, letting out 40 points. The one bright spot, Marlon Humphrey, really good corner. Uh, I saw the clip of him potentially. Mar- Marlon, you mean Marlon Humphrey, really good, um, potentially convicted felon for attempted murder. <laughs> He held OBJ uh, catchless through three quarters. He also, held him by, he, also, he also held him by his neck. He Obviously, that clip's tough to watch, <laughs> uh, not knowing the whole situation. OBJ did throw a punch earlier in oh, that so play. So you go for a guy's neck? Uh, if I got punched in the face, I, that you probably choke seems me like out. the reasonable thing. So if um, I swung at you, you'd choke me out? What, what would you want me to do? I don't know, maybe throw a left hook, right hook back. I don't know. But Marlon's not dumb. He's not throwing punches at at people with helmets on. Facts. Anyways, uh, maybe some frustration there from the Ravens. Yeah, got embarrassed. Like I was saying, I just think we're probably not that good. The one thing we do have is talent, so there is a potential for us to turn it around. I don't know if I agree with that. No, the, the defense has a lot of talent on that side of the ball. They're just playing horrible. The offense was fine today. Obviously, Lamar turned the ball over a couple times. They were in garbage time. I'm not too concerned with that. Uh, Ingram fumbled when we were kind of, you know, looking to turn the momentum. I'll we tell you what. I'll tell you what. Lamar's stat line looks really a lot better than it would have if he didn't get that garbage time 50-yard touchdown to Willie Sneed. Yeah, like then I, you're then you're looking at that's obvious. 24 for 34, 197, three I, touch or two touchdowns, two interceptions. I didn't even say a thing about Lamar. I said our offense. Is I know, fine. but I, I did. I know Lamar. I know Lamar didn't play well. Lamar hasn't played well two straight weeks. Yikes! Um, but here's the thing: we're going to the 0 and 3 or 0 and 4, depending when you're listening on this. Uh, Steelers and then we're home against the Bengals will we probably be the worst four and two team in NFL history potentially uh, but 
we just got to turn it around the same way we don't really want to overreact week by week. And that's whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's what I was just word saying. for word. We don't want to react week by week. Yeah. But you are, we you learned are, our you are on micro. You are on the microphone a couple weeks yeah. ago after week one. After week one, declaring the Cleveland Browns dead. But no, now we don't. Right. Now we don't want to overreact. Because because we learned our lesson. It's just week by the Browns think they won the Super Bowl today. No, They're they also two no, they two. Yes, no, they do. They Look at any Brown fan online. It is they the actually think they won. The thinking Super Bowl. that you won the Super Bowl is like how the Giants reacted last week to beating the Buccaneers. Well, the the Giants are also two and two, lumped in with the Eagles. There's a lot of two and two teams out there. That's why four weeks in. Let's just take it easy. Let's take it. Slow. All right. Well, let's let's get right into this week four recap. And why don't we start at the top at the top of week four, huh? Okay, go for it. You got you got thirty seconds. No, no, no. No one really cares. Oh, about well, the people game. in my DMs that were chirping me all all week did. Um, but hey, you guys down to the Philadelphia Eagles. We came out. What did I tell you? I was never ever nervous about this game. Halfway through the first quarter, we're down. Uh, what was it? Fourteen. That's a lie. That's a lie. I got multiple texts Listen, about. Let me you finish my. Shut up. Shut out. up. Let me finish my sentence. You had your time about the Ravens. Let me finish my sentence because I'm getting there. Halfway through. Oh, well, you're lying. No, I'm not. I'm about to tell the truth if you let me speak. Halfway through the first quarter, was I thinking, "Wow, this might be the Saints game from last year"? Sure. Was I thinking we were going to lose forty-six to ten? Sure. Was I going to find a way to spin one and three Eagles into us making the playoffs? Sure. But. It just takes one play every time. Miles Booby Sanders, the big run back. Carson, though he didn't throw for the big yards, that's, this was probably his most impressive regular season. Well, he doesn't have a playoff win. So um, we'll call it his most impressive win of his career, in my opinion. This and two years ago on the road um, against Carolina on a Thursday night. But, hey, there's a huge difference between 2-2 two and two and 1-3. and three. And now you go into Lambeau, I mean – I mean, I think the I think the the blueprint is out on how to beat Green Bay, right? They can't stop the run. We learned that Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders tore them apart. The Eagles ran for nearly 200 yards rushing, and they can't stop the run, and they can't run the ball. So that is a huge negative for their team. It's just I don't know Green Bay. That whole NFC North is a team of just a bunch of, you know, what we call them on this podcast, Jack cuties. That's ridiculous. I said that on the last podcast, and you were like, no, they're they're a legit division. They they're are. The no, Jack, division. Jack, Jack, said, stop, stop, stop. And I said, I said, they're I said none of them are able to compete for what it takes to go to a Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. But because, listen. Right, that's the definition because of Because they're the most competitive division, and on any given week, anyone can beat anyone in that division, and you wouldn't be surprised. That makes them the best division in football. Like, look at the look at the line. So we can we can start our recap after the Eagles two and two now. By the way, playing the Jets next week, we're in good shape. Um, Cowboys are going to lose tonight. Currently down 10-9. But anyway, look at the Lions today. They're up. I think a lot of us are overlooking the Lions. Now, do you and I think that they're a team that can win two playoff games and go on the road and win a playoff game? Obviously not. But they gave it the Chiefs today a great run for their money. And I think they're surprising a lot of people this year, especially, I mean, it didn't look so today, but I don't know. I watched that game start to finish today, and I've never been um, the least impressed that I have have with Mahomes today. He was missing throws all over the place. 
Granted, a bad game for him is he threw for 315 yards and didn't throw an interception, but he also <laughs> didn't throw a touchdown. But he was missing throws all over the place today, and I credit the Lions D. They were all over him all game, applying pressure all over them in the secondary. And that's what I'm saying about the NFC North, right? They're, none of them are going to go to the Super Bowl. We both agree on that because we have uh, Trubisky, who we'll get to. Oh, I feel so bad for the kid. We have Kirk, my guy, and we have the Lions. But none of them are going to go to the Super Bowl, but they can beat any given team in the NFL on any given Sunday. Um, cool. I mean, I guess that's cool. Theoretically, anyone can beat anyone except for the fr- freaking Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, the, the Bucks went into LA no. 3-0 and won. So, look, uh, like you were saying, Detroit limited Kansas City, but, like, Mahomes played horrible. They went on the road, beat an undefeated team. That's so funny. No, that's so funny to say. You say Mahomes play horrible. He didn't turn the ball over and he had 300 yards. But that's, because it's Patrick Mahomes, he played horrible. That's my point. He, You said it. He did not look good. And he still. No, no. I, I, I 100% agree right. with you. And it's just funny that that's the reality that yeah, we live in. He's the best player guy in throws, <laughs> It's wild. It's wild. And that's what I'm saying. He put up 34, leads a game-winning drive, on the road, beats an undefeated team. Look. This could have been potentially a turning point for the Lions. Like, they can never really get over the hump. Stafford's pretty much been a loser his whole career. And it's the same old story. They fall short in a game they definitely should have won. Not even probably. They should have won this game. I know there was, like, some bad call maybe potentially. But, like... No, the the thing with that bad call was... So, the Kenny... I think you're referring to the Kenny Galladay touchdown. So... There was a play earlier in the game, maybe the second quarter in the back of the end zone, where uh, they called it out of bounds on the field. But, like, to me and a bunch of people I was watching the game with, he was very clearly in. And then there was another play in the game towards the end where it was also Kenny Kenny Galladay again. And it definitely seemed like a makeup call. So I'm going to consider those a wash. But the officiating was questionable for sure. But, yeah, I mean – Mahomes is just different. <laughs> Mahomes is crazy. That's why I think they're the best team in the league. Because this this is where I know New England, like their defense is just insanity. But that, that's that's the difference. That's the difference. But but I know the Bills have a good defense in case the Bills probably have one they have the top three defense sure, in the NFL. But Brady, like Brady has shown that if he goes on the road or even like just the past couple years, like he'll have bad games. And whether or not the Patriots defense is the best in the league, Mahomes will put up points. So, like, Brady's going to have to match that. And I think that he should be able to. He has the weapons and all of that. But, like, the the Chiefs cannot be stopped. They literally cannot be stopped. But can they stop is the question. I don't know. I I mean, you're on the record. Yeah, yeah, you're on the record saying that they're a bottom three defense in the NFL. I think think they're um, more middle of the pack, obviously. They're not elite, but I don't think they're – go, Teddy, go. Oh. oh, it's a late hit on Teddy. Sorry, I'm watching the Cowboys hopefully blow this game. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean that's the difference between the Patriots and the Chiefs and me is the defense. Um, I think they both have weapons on the offensive side of the ball that can get the job done. Can the Patriots put up 35 on you on any given day just like the Chiefs? Of course. But the, the Patriots are way more likely to hold you to under – 21 than the Chiefs are. But I guess this is more of a conversation for our updated power rankings on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, another game we're going to get to is uh, your number five team, 
the Colts lost at home to the Raiders, even though we both kind of predicted it would happen. Um, they're, they're like decent. And that division is now, I believe all four teams are two to, which is pretty crazy. Know. Yeah. Houston lost at home to Carolina. Deshaun Watson struggle. Kyle Allen now two and up. Yeah, that's wild. The Jags come back. Like Flacco leads another game winning drive, and then the Jags come back and kick the field goal. Minshew Magic is well alive. Um, that division's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, you kind of keep the Titans out of the loop right now, just because like every division game in that division is going to be like a must must win. Like you got the Titans at zero and two right now. And the Texans and Colts are 1-0, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are 1-1. So, like I said before, somehow the Titans will find a way to be 8-8 uh, eight and eight at the end of the year. We all know I don't that. know. They but, win games. Like, they went to Atlanta today, and, like, I know Atlanta's exactly. not they'll, they'll win. They'll win. They'll beat Atlanta on the road, and then they'll lose to the freaking Redskins at home or something. Like, that's, that's just low. the Tennessee Titans <laughs> – that's just the Tennessee Titans in a nutshell for you. Like you can never bet on one of their games because it's just a. It, they always time. do the reverse of what to expect. Oh, like yeah, it, if I you mean, think I they're gonna lose, they're gonna win, and if you think they're gonna win, they're gonna lose. Like it's clockwork. Yeah, I mean you're you you. So we started this conversation talking about the Raiders and the Colts. I think that I actually I think you did as well. We both predicted the Raiders to yeah. win this game today. Yeah. Um, I think it mostly had to do with a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball and especially – and also the the number one weapon for the Colts, T.Y., was out. But, like, they had – Malik Hooker was out, Darius Leonard. They were banged yeah. up. Um, so this was a tough game for them in general. I'm not going to look too much into it and say, like, wow, trouble, trouble in Indianapolis because of this. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is still looking good. He – he had a lot of incompletions today, but he's still throwing for 265 yards and three touchdowns. I, I get it. It's the Raiders' day. Uh, they're really bad. But, like, they have something with Brissett, and as long as he can consistently manage games, I think they can crawl their way to the division. Pretty wacky. Like, as much as I enjoy overreacting, a big reason why I'm stressing not to. Think about this. So the Eagles obviously trending upwards. Huge Thursday night win. Uh, wait, wait, I did Jack. Wait, I didn't hear you on that. Potentially going. I think, wait, I think the audio cut out. Potentially going three and two. Uh, (laughs) But then, like, look at all the teams across the league that are now two and two. You have the Jags. You have the Buccaneers. You have the Raiders are two and two. Like, that's so weird to think about. It's, I mean, it's so early. Exactly. I mean, that's my point. They were a quarter of the way. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, see, it's, it's crazy how you switched up two weeks later. From the Browns are dead. To they're they're still dead. Don't get it twisted. Okay. They're dead. Well, no. Right, zombie apocalypse underway. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of middle-tier teams in the NFL right now. I mean, is there a case right now that the NFC West is the best division in football? Um, we have three three-win teams in the Niners, the Rams, and the Seahawks. No. I would actually say that potentially could it be the NFC South? Well, I guess the Falcons kind of stink. But Kyle Allen's been balling. The McCaffrey's crazy. No, 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 no. That's awful. Yeah. Did you just point to a running back to say you out of all people? What? You just pointed to a running back to make a point why the NFC South might be the best division in football. You, Mr. Running Back, shouldn't even be on an NFL they team. They shouldn't. 
Uh, oh, it's actually a great day for my running back should not be an NFL team. Saquon Barkley, the best running back in all the land. Wayne Gallman steps in two touchdowns. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, Redskins day. Redskins day. Redskins day. Uh, coming from a guy who said for weeks that Redskins had a good defense because they signed no, Landon Collins. They sneakily good. <laughs> sneak, they do sneak up on you. So, Daniel Jones now 2-0. Giants 2-0. Tied with the Eagles and the Ravens and the Raiders. Um, they are at home against the Vikings. They're going to be three and two, right? Like Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins on the road is the craziest thing in the world. Kirk Cousins on the road. I love that just as much as I love my own mother. Like (laughs) I, something about watching Kirk Cousins play on the road Actually, I want to get into this game. Why don't we get oh, right into oh, it? The the trajectory of this podcast is going from Kirk Cousins on the road to Mitch, and then we're headed to, to the West Coast. Headed to the West Coast. <laughs> so yeah, there were, there were Let, let's dive into Chicago beating Minnesota sixteen to six. Uh, start with anyway, Cousins. Could that game? Could that game have been more scripted than it was? It's a the Bears defense. The Bears defense shows up. Uh, no offense shows up, but. Unfortunately, our guy, Mitch, uh, went out early. Chase Daniels filled in. Uh, Jack, I, I'm, I'm nervous. I, I can't do a lot of weeks of football without Mitchell Trubisky. Take take it for I what it's him. worth. I need him in my life. I, and I love Twitter, and this is why. So one of the guys I follow, like a really random person, said he suffered a very similar injury. Like he fell on it in that way. He immediately knew, and it was a torn labrum. Mitch obviously was in the sling. Like immediately, they ruled him out. So I am nervous that it could be like Nagy. Nagy, I, I just saw before we hit record. Nagy said he doesn't think it's season ending, okay. but he'll find out more tomorrow. Right. So like even two to three months worth. So here's the deal. Like, and I'm gonna keep stressing this. We don't hate the Bears. We actually think <laughs> we actually think the Bears are f- actually yeah. As a matter of fact. I love them. The Bears have given <laughs> incredible content, and I, they've given me life. They're hilarious, but their defense is insanity. It's the best in wow. the league. It's not even close. It could be wow. one of the best in the past decade. Not even, not even like capping them up. But uh, Mitch Trubisky isn't good, which is why we're always down on them. But the answer, like some someone asked me, okay, now that now that Mitch is out, can, like is Chase Daniels a better fit? Like, can they wing it? No, Mitchell Trubisky. As bad as he is, Chase Daniels is behind him for a reason. No, I, I, I think they're actually the same person and just with a different number. <laughs> no, like, I think, I think you're still going to get the Chicago Bears that average like 15 and a half points a game. But, but you don't think that they're the same? Like Trubisky's better, whether or not it's by a large gap. He's better. He, okay. Trubisky as a player is better. <laughs> Solely because of what he adds on the ground, right? Sure. Like he has that he has that threat where he keeps the middle linebackers guessing. Like they have to stay on their toes. Uh oh, double reverse for the Cowboys. I hope the Cowboys lose this game. Sorry, bad radio, bad radio. Anyway, Trubisky keeps the defense guessing. But if you're asking me to compare Mitchell Trubisky's arm to Chase Daniels, Jack Chase Daniel was 22 of 30 today for 195 yards. <laughs> No touch, one touchdown and no interceptions. Like, are you telling me Trubisky puts up those numbers? Uh, I don't know. On a good day, <laughs> on a good day, or when he gets the Redskins. Look, uh, 
Chicago. I mean, they're three and one, and they're gonna be good this year. They're just not like they're not. What, what does that mean? What what is good? They're mean? not going anywhere. You love to see it. Um. All right. Now to the West Coast. Surfer Mitch had Surfer Mitch, baby, an incredible Surfer Mitch game. Career high passing yards out of Surfer Mitch. So the Buccaneers won fifty-five to forty, as if this was a Pac-12 game. Wait, let me let me cut you off real quick. So, um. Surfer Mitch is is a new little thing we got going on this pod, and I think we're going to run with it. So Jack and I the other week, um, we're both in agreement. I know that may come as a surprise to a lot of listeners, but we were both in agreement that Jared Goff just isn't that good as a quarterback. Like plain and simple, you put Jared Goff on a team that doesn't have Sean McVay, and he's like not good at all. So we call him Surfer Mitch Drubisky just because he's in. Um, LA, but oh my god, he threw for they threw the ball 68 times. Yeah, today. third most, <laughs> third most attempts in league history today. 517 yards, but Jared Surfer Mitch Goff, two touchdowns and three interceptions against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense that just got hung, what a 30 piece by the Giants. Yeah, so here's the deal with the Rams. Uh, yeah, they don't have that insane offensive line that they had the last year, and they can't run the ball quite as well. And, like, when Goff gets exposed, he has, like, 10 touchdowns to, like, 11 interceptions or something over his past what's, whatsoever games. Ooh, like, ooh, ooh, that's nice. That's a nice thing. I just I just realized that Goff also lost a fumble today. That's good for the brand. Yes. He, uh, he turned the ball over <laughs> four times. Uh, not going to get it done. The Bucs are 2-2. Two and two. Um, Jameis Winston is winning games and playing decent. Obviously, he had to throw a pick six just to keep it interesting today. Like, there was no way they were going to run away with it. But Ndamukong Sue returned a fumble against his former team, which must have been nice for him. Um, I, did, was there any takeaways from these three games I'm curious about? Rams, they, they lost. Bills and Lions. Like, I guess we didn't get the Bills enough attention. All right. So the deal with the the takeaway from the Lions game is that you should you should not sleep on the Lions on any given week. Um, and I think they could they got to win a few division games to get the up on the tiebreaker. But I think they're I think they can compete for the division. Is that crazy for me to say? I it's not crazy. I'm in disagreement. I don't think I, I don't think they'll win the division. Yeah. Inevitably, I think Green Bay will get it done. But I don't think it's crazy to rule them out of it like we do in past years. They really do look like a different team than they have in years past. So that's my takeaway from that game. It's just you can't look past Detroit um whatsoever. Uh in the New England Buffalo game. Takeaway, it's the Bills, dude. Like, what do you want me to take away from that? Like, Josh Allen was, I believe, one. Oh, for, he died. No, he no, he he died. One for eight with two picks before he got absolutely smoked in the head. Obviously, guy. Well, not obvious. I've seen different angles where maybe he shouldn't have been ejected. Maybe he should have. But a fair point was made that if the flip had happened in that game and Brady got hit like that, he whoever did it is blackballed from the league. He's getting the Kaepernick treatment. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're done. Um, you can just add Josh Allen to another injury on my fantasy. Take takeaway is um, Bills defense unreal. Josh Allen obviously t- faced a tough D. They still almost won the game. 
they're going to be a playoff team because they still have so many easy games on their schedule. Um, Speaking of which, I need to address the elephant in the room, Jack. I don't understand how they get away with this murder of a schedule. The freaking New England Patriots. <laughs> it's crazy. Bro, they're okay. So they opened they up the season. Six, first of all, they get six division wins every year. Not, I mean, no, I mean, the usually they them. lose to Miami. Yeah. Usually they lose to Miami. But this year, now that they won in Buffalo, it's literally six wins. Like, come on. So me and, me and a bunch of my buddies today at work were talking about, like, all right, the Patriots just – they played the Jets, then they played the Bills. Like, they've got to play someone soon, right? No. They're playing the Redskins next week. The following week, they play the Giants. <laughs> the following week, they play the Jets. Are you kidding that, me? We knew they were going to be 7 or 8-0 no coming into Ravens-Eagles back-to-back. And this is the thing, right? So they go through a stretch. They go through a stretch after that where they play the Browns, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Texans, and the Chiefs. That's tough. Okay, that's a tough stretch. But then going into the playoffs, we can assume they'll be clinched by then. They'll probably need to win. They'll probably need to win one to clinch a first round bye. They ease their way into the playoffs with the Bengals, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Like, what? How do they get away with this? It's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, in a few weeks, we might look at the Ravens and and throw, lump them into the uh, Dolphins category. I will oh, say, please. Right, right, right. The, your wish is my command. The brother. one thing I will say is that if the Ravens do have ambitions of making the playoffs, this is how I request we do it. We go nine and seven. We get swept by the Browns. Like we lose. Yes, wait, wait, wait. Two weeks ago, you guys were about to go six and up. I thought we we could have, um, but then I realized we're not that good. So this <laughs> this is what I'm requesting. We get swept by the Browns. I hope they smash us in Cleveland, and then. We go nine and seven. They're the three seed, and we face them in Cleveland, and then we we would just smack them. Like they're not okay. going to beat us okay. three times. Sure. All right. After the break, we'll talk uh, a few more of the games, quarter one awards, and Monday Night Football. But first, let me take I'm a itching. selfie. Jack, 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 Jack. Yeah. Let me. I I need this. I've been waiting. I haven't had my ship station in a while. <laughs> go for I it. I gotta go first. You know these are my guys. Go for it. That's right. We're back. ShipStation.com. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. Time-consuming, expensive, so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy, no matter what you're selling. Where, I mean, I'm sorry, no matter where you're selling. Amazon, Etsy, your own website. ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, heck, even from your cell phone, Jack. ShipStation works with all major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, heck, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solutions for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting that deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates on the market. And right now, Blue Wire podcast listeners, yep, that's you listening to me and Jack right now, can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code BLUE. There is absolutely no risk 
and you can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in blue, B-L-U-E. That's ShipStation.com, then enter promo code blue, <laughs> ShipStation.com. Oh, this, these three words just make get me going, Jack. ShipStation.com, make ship happen. You might need an oxygen mask after that ad read. I just, I, man, these guys at ShipStation just do it for me. Uh, all right, Indochino. Um, Indochino is founded on the belief you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Talk about how good men look when their suits fit well. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. Everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is they're super affordable. Custom clothing for under 400 bucks. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire Checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE, for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. You really have no excuse to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Get some Indochino so you can look fly. Get your drip up. All right. Wait, Jack. Yeah. So um, I'm checking some scores on my phone right now, and I just got a, a message from my boy, uh, Stephen Saul. Shout out, Saul. It said, by the way, Abe, please tell me you're talking endless shit to your boy right now about his, quote, baby goat and company. So I just thought we should add that, and I should shout out, Saul. Um, yeah, Lamar has not <laughs> been playing well. Brown smacked us. It's all good. Well, you're MVP. MVP, no? What MVP? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I said Mahomes won MVP in week two. That I made. That was that was that take still stands. He will win MVP. He's insanity. Uh, quarter one awards. We're through four weeks. Twenty five percent of the season is done by my calculation. Good math, Good math Texas. Um, quarter one awards. Best team. I'm giving it to the Chiefs. Best. Best MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Best. There's only one MVP, Jack. So there can't be a best. I, I kind of stuttered. Um. But we got to give a shout out to the defensive player of the year to this point. Shaq Baird on the Buccaneers has eight sacks uh, through four games. Might have actually more than that. Has a pick. Um, he's balling out. And then obviously Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald are, are monsters in themselves. Don't sleep on Miles Garrett. Do not sleep yeah, on Miles Garrett. Player, but he's not. Six sacks already, one forced fumble. He's good. Uh, he, offensive he's, rookie he's probably, of the year. In my opinion, in my opinion, Miles Garrett is the second best. Uh, lineman in football behind Aaron Donald. Like Khalil Mack died? What do you mean? Okay, fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, he's playing. He's got the better numbers than Garrett right now. But I think we all know that defensive linemen, it goes deeper than the numbers. Yeah. You really got to watch them play to understand. Khalil Mack was getting triple teamed today. Garrett's a great player. Don't get me get, don't get me wrong. But he's not, he's not getting triple teamed at this point in his career. Double. Double for sure. Double for sure. Um, offensive rookie of the year, Gardner Minshew. Is that is that correct? Hunter, bro, we got a month. We're approaching October in a few days, and then we got a few days until Minshew November. Are you growing out your mustache? <laughs> we might have to. I can't really. I mean, grow hey, a I'm, I think I think I'm all in on the Jacks. I got these over eight wins that I uh, very impulsively placed. After the Andrew I Luck picked news. the Jags to make the playoffs. They're my squad, so I'm all in on the Minshew. Obviously, had to take down Elite Joe today, which was tough because I thought they were going to have a good season. Is it is it time for Joe to hang it up? <laughs> it's been time, brother. It's been 
It's, drive. it's crazy. But in man. fairness, he's led two game-winning drives, and then the defense didn't hold one with 30 seconds left against Mitch Trubisky, which is like that honestly should get you relegated from the NFL. Go play in like the SEC for a little. Uh, and I mean, then, to me and you, to me and you, Joe Flacco won that game, right? We ended the podcast yeah. and we were under the and he brought, it took us it took us what twenty five minutes after we stopped recording that we realized I think it was like a full how bad, hour how bad we, we were like oh we're in trouble but Danny Dimes he didn't play great today but he's two and two so he's definitely up there uh, he's not, he's showing he's really showing a lot of promise like he's throwing very accurate balls yeah he's good obviously he's he's making rookie mistakes um with the turnovers but what about Dwayne Haskins getting thrown into the fire Has- today, huh Haskins. The Redskins kept saying Haskins isn't ready. It's not time. He, it's unfair I mean, to throw him in. Not there. ready, right? And then they threw him in there, and he looked horrible. Um, which it wasn't necessarily his fault, but he stepped in fifty-two percent, a hundred yards. It's hard. It's hard to defend picks. you if you have. It's hard to defend saying it's not your fault when you throw three picks. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay, we can, we can forgive you for down. one. We can forgive you for one. We can spin two, three. I don't know. Three's tough. So, yeah, he wasn't ready. I assume he's going to start next week. Like, there's no going back to Keenum, really. Um, the the one – Wait, you're throwing you're throwing Haskins out there against the Patriots next week? Oh, God. <laughs> That's brutal. What if he – I, I, think, I think you play Keenum next week. Hopefully he'll – I mean, obviously Keenum will put up shitty numbers against the Patriots, and you can just say it was his fault. And then you throw out Haskins against Josh Rosen the next week against the Dolphins. Yeah, that's fair. And maybe Haskins gets his he gets his first touchdown. Actually, he had his first touchdown today, but it was to Paul Perkins, I think. No, Paul Perkins is a running back. It was, was the Perkins Pepper. It was Michigan's first win over Ohio State in the Harbaugh era. Oh, all right. That's a good little line. Yeah, you been thinking about that? You've been saving that one, Jack? No, I saw that on Twitter. I don't have any original <laughs> content. Um, right. I know that. Obviously. But it was quality. Too. Charlie, cut that part out. Um, <laughs> we Speaking of which, Charlie. Charlie, our producer, diehard Cleveland Browns. I would be in the wrong if I didn't shout him out today. Uh, around like 4.30, he was blowing up our group chat with Jack. Jack was bitter as shit. Rightfully so. I understand. Um, I was pretty respectful today. You have to admit, right? Like if the Ravens lose, I'm usually in your ear, but I I was pretty respectful. I did bet on the Browns, but I I think I was, I think I deserved a pat on the back for today for being a nice guy. You know, you, you were definitely respectful because the Browns were not respectful to me. I think I was just riding this vibe since Thursday. Good vibes. Um, the, the last team we didn't really talk about is the Dolphins and the Chargers. You said they were going to turn around with Melvin Gordon. Obviously he made an, Unbelievable instant impact. No, the, let, no, let me get the into Chargers. this. No, no, fuck this. No, let me talk. <laughs> Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. If you're listening to this podcast, tweet him, DM him. I don't know what social media I he has. And if Anthony Lynn, no, listening. shut up, shut up. No, listen. Anthony Lynn's probably not listening. <laughs> DM his, DM his children. DM him. Tweet him. I've got a bone to pick with Anthony Lynn, right? So I have a very, very injured fantasy team to the point where not a single person on my bench today was active. Um, I had two people on buys and six people that are out from anywhere from two to eight weeks. So Melvin Gordon ends his holdout. I'm hype as shit. I come on the pod. I'm saying it's going to rejuvenate the Chargers. Justin Jackson, the Chargers backup running back to Eckler while Melvin was out, gets put in a walking boot. 
So this asshole, Anthony Lynn, steps to the podium on Thursday and has the goddamn nerve to say that Melvin is still their number one back, which he will be going forward. He's going to play on Sunday. He's getting a limited snap count. So I'm like, all right, bet. I text my boy Josh, my fantasy partner. Um, I'm like, yo, we need a win this week. I think we start Melvin. He's playing the Dolphins. He's going to get a goal line carry and get in the end zone. Only to find out that this motherfucker, cut that out, Charlie, is sitting in a goddamn hat on the sideline all game, didn't get a single carry, (laughs) and put up a goddamn goose egg. Thankfully, in my fantasy league, it was the battle of the two worst teams in the league right now. I'm actually getting a live look in right now. Oh, shit, Jack. What? So I came into this game up 15, and he had Dallas D. Dallas has D has 11 right now. I'm up 3.8. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. I didn't realize how close this was. Uh, but anyway, Anthony Lynn, you're on my shit list. Stop doing you don't you're not cool because you lie to the media about what your game plan is playing the goddamn Miami Dolphins. You hear me? Like and now you seem I'm upset. Not, no, no, I'm chill. Uh, <laughs> I get a notification that next week that Melvin's gonna have a limited role against the Broncos. As Jack, opposed to today. <laughs> how the hell am I supposed to interpret this? How do I trust this guy? What do I do? Um all right. he has to play, right? What next week? Anyway, sorry. All right, we can talk about Melvin on Thursday and looking into Week Five preview. But Anthony Lynn, we got beef. Top got fantasy beef. performers, not Melvin Gordon. Jameis Winston balled out. Obviously, put up four touchdowns ahead, out say, in LA. Say, say who the say Nick, who the top performer was. Nick Chubb. There you go. Uh, running back for the Browns. I was actually quite shocked. He had the fastest touchdown this year. Um, Twenty-one and a he, half miles an hour. Twenty-one point nine five, and he didn't even look that fast in person. Which I th- I was kind of surprised when they showed that. And he's not maybe like, not in person, but. I watched it on the television live, well, and I turned to my boy and I said, "Yo, well, Earl Thomas out. made it look ten times worse by hobbling and coming up short. He's been a bum. I'm I have beef with Earl Thomas, but I'm gonna keep it relaxed. It's you know we have a long week ahead of us. Um, Chris Godwin, who I preached would be a baller, put up we are put up two touchdowns, one seventy. Penn State uh, alum, baby." Yes. Who else balled out? Uh, we had we had some people all over the place. Um, oh, Leonard Fournette, career high rushing yes. yards. I think he topped off at what two twenty five. Um, I actually had this conversation this week, so it's actually no shit. He went off. <laughs> Me and my roommate were talking about how Leonard Fournette is just like kind of just like a slightly better version, and this might be a little too old for some of our younger listeners, a slightly better version of what Trent Richardson was. Like this like Um, 3.6 yards per carry guy at best. But hey, and then the O-line for Jacksonville is coming together and Leonard Fournette went for like 225 against the one of the best defensive fronts in football. Actually, last year it was. This year, I don't know if – did they get a sack today? Because uh, coming coming into week – coming into this week, the Denver Broncos – we're the first team in NFL history without a sack or a takeaway in the first three weeks of the season. And, and that's coming from big. that's coming from a duo in Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Oh, who, Von Miller got his 100th sack. So, yes, they did get a sack. Oh, okay. So they got their first sack of the year today. So congratulations, Denver. 
Uh, Fournette, Chubb, Jameis, Godwin, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods both had huge Devontae days. Adams torched us. Didn't get in the end zone, but it was just right. a reception machine until he went down he's, with the turf toe. Yeah, he's going to be fine, apparently, with the turf toe. Um, Arizona stinks. Seattle beat them because I know <laughs> people are going to say I hate the Seahawks. I don't think they're good, um, but I had to at least mention that they played a game. I did. Uh, For the record, I think they're good. We're recording during New Orleans-Dallas. I don't think the outcome of this game kind of changes our thoughts on anything about the two teams. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, we kind of knew what they were. The Saints are really good with Breeze. Dallas is Dallas. I disagree. I disagree. You think, depending on who wins, it changes – like how I don't even feel- think it matters. I don't even think it matters who wins. Look at this. That's what so I'm saying. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at this metric right now. Weeks one through three, Dallas is averaging thirty plus points and four hundred plus yards. Right? Who yeah. they play the first three weeks this season? They Trash. played Wash. They played Washington, the Giants, and Miami. And now they get their. What I texted you before this game, I said I love the under because I think Dallas is getting their first real test, and Kellen Moore has to call a game against a real defense. And now you're seeing the true colors of Dallas where. Are, is their offense actually as potent as we think it is? Granted that Michael Gallup is out, and I think that's actually a huge part of their offense. Dak has shown that he like loves him through the first three weeks of the season. But uh, I think that New Orleans, New Orleans and the Eagles, in my opinion, are battling for the top two teams in the NFC right now. Um, we're just going to act like you didn't say that because – I mean, I'm Spot we'll line. get to Spot it on line. Thursday. We'll get to okay. it on Thursday. Okay. Um, my point was, I don't think it changes our outlook on the teams. Um, uh, well, well, yeah. Well, if if New Orleans holds on to this game, not only will I be a slightly richer man, but my my power rankings will be changed up on Thursday for sure. All right. Last thing we're gonna do, and you're not. We're not actually going more than a minute on this game. If we go a minute, it's actually a little too long, in my opinion. Uh, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football, Battle of the 0-3s. And, um, and that's all we got on the Monday Night Football game. Thanks for listening, <laughs> folks. Um, I'm going to say the Steelers win. Mason Rudolph looks fine. Their defense looked better with Minka, and the Bengals are hot garbage. I, I don't know. Who's going to Um, I agree. Let's move on. <laughs> well, that's all we got for our <laughs> week four NFL recap and Monday Night Oh, wait. Yeah. I think we have to address the parlay, right? Yeah, the I parlay. We well, I lost, so it was fine. So, parlay. What were your picks again? Uh, I had the Giants, who won by 21, and then Denver, who didn't cover. You had the Rams, who lost outright, and you picked them minus 10. And I had the nine. Patriots under that hit. The so, Patri- we went two, yeah. for ten, two for four. I so, promise you guys. You know what this means? Real, oh, sorry. Yeah. I almost just cursed, essentially. <laughs> um, sorry, Brian Gumble. But uh, this means that we're due. So yeah, if you're that, a better. We're, if we're you're a better, which you shouldn't be. We're getting close. <laughs> yeah, it feels like we're going in the right direction. Uh, <laughs> I do need to give a shout out to my boy Ian. He said he's a he's a big listener of the pods. Thank you guys for always listening. Do you know? Do you know who? What team Ian roots for? Yeah, it's my one of my very close friends. He's a Ravens uh, fan. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. He might be in my DMs after the shout out. Um, <laughs> week four recap number thirty-two. Jamal Lewis, ex Raven. Uh, I don't know any really magic. Other. We're magic doing Johnson. NFL, bro. Oh, uh, I have my. All right. How about this? 
Five Ooh, minute. Jimmer Fredette. He kind of he could have. How about this? Five minute bonus content. NBA. Yeah, screw it. Let's get it. All right. Think, yeah, if you're lucky enough to have listened this far, or if we're lucky enough, I guess, right? <laughs> um, five minute bonus NBA content. So Ooh, this- we're 23 days away, and I am going to be such an annoying asshole about the NBA this season and my Philadelphia 76ers. Hit subscribe or unsubscribe. If you got the balls to hit subscribe, you're going to have to listen to me. Oh, Jack, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Um, we're definitely not going into the Sixers tonight. <laughs> um, we're going into one thing, one thing only. I thought the Lakers were going to win the NBA title because LeBron and AD is a deadly combo. Um, we're not even going to get into that ESPN ranking because they don't deserve it. It was disgusting putting AD disgusting. in front of Steph. It was disgusting putting um, LeBron. Through. But then I realized, like the rest of the Lakers team, Rondo, Javale McGee, Kuzma's out, and Danny Green is like not compared to what the Clippers have to offer. Kawhi, PG, Lou, Will, Beverly, Montrezl, your boy Shamit. The Clippers are the better team, and the best team in California is the Golden State Warriors. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I'm going to forget that you just said that. But let me let me ask you this, or let me tell you this. Matter of fact, I'm not going to ask you. You just said – all right, so let's assume that going into the playoffs, the Lakers starting five is going to be Rondo, LeBron, Kuzma, Danny Green, and AD. Obviously, I just did in no yeah. particular order. Okay. That is a very, very experienced starting five – Rondo playoff Rondo is very experienced, notably one of the smartest players in the end. Playoff Rondo stuff. Why? The playoff Rondo. All right, that was a few years ago. He's a different guy, and the ball's not going to be in playoff Rondo's hand. Right, but he can control the pace of a game to the point where you have Danny Green, who just went through a championship run with the Raptors. Can obviously he's going to be just sitting in the corner waiting for the ball with LeBron and AD, like. I understand why you have your reservations about that starting five, uh, especially with Kuzma out and definitely going into the regular season. But if they're all healthy, obviously we know rotation shortened in the in the playoffs, right? So you're going to see the Clippers rotation shortened. You're going to see the Lakers rotation, rotation shortened. And these rosters won't look the same. I'm sure both teams will make moves at the deadline to impact it. But I'm telling you, you got to stop sleeping on this Lakers starting five come playoff time. I actually disagree. I, I don't think no, that. No, oh, you do? You I disagree? Don't think that five's that good. I do think the one thing being slept on is if the Warriors actually keep D'Lo, they're going to be nasty. And we're going to see be, a great year out of Steph Curry. I'm excited. There'll be a. There'll be a did you know? Did you'll be a good four or five seed that absolutely nobody wants to see in the first round. Did you know? How with, about that? With Clay. And Durant off the floor, and Draymond and Steph on. Per thirty-six minutes, Steph Curry averaged forty-five points per game last year. Per thirty, I mean, I, I mean, we'll get so for, into it. So for we'll get into one, it one, like we're two or three weeks. We'll get the Go best, ahead. the six, according to ESPN, best player in basketball, just absolutely hooping. I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get into it more. And we're twenty-three days away from the tip, so I guess we'll do our. Uh, preview in a few weeks, but 23 days away. The best 23 in NBA history on three, three, two, one. Michael Jordan. Lou Williams. <laughs> when are we doing MJ versus LeBron debate? 
You want that smoke? Uh, you have to come up to New York for it because we got to get it video style. Ooh. Then I got to wear a jumpsuit or my LeBron a jump, jumpsuit. A Jumpman jumpsuit? Well, I have to figure out what side I'm taking first. <laughs> I got. I actually I have to do what? my research to decide. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously taking LeBron's side. Okay. Who's got That's it? enough NBA content. That's your five NBA minutes. Uh, NBA coming soon. More NBA coming soon. Thank you guys for listening to episode 32 of the Snapback Sports Pod. If you made it this far, you're The amazing. Browns are dead. The Browns are dead. Ravens are deader. Um... The Eagles are alive. As Knicks ever media been. day tomorrow. Let's Who? go Knicks. Knicks. The, 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 <laughs> all right, I'm the going. New York. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. Peace. Peace.